What's up, everybody, and welcome to Kind of Funny Games Daily for Tuesday, October 27th, 2020. I am your host today, Imran Khan, and joining me is the one, the only, the third, Fran Mirabella, FM3 underscore himself. How you doing, Fran? Good morning, everybody. By the way, you're the first person, I think, to ever say the third Fran Mirabella, and I actually really like it. <laughs> you are. Three, like, yeah, it's normally yeah. at the end. Fran Mirabella the third. It but sounds the third, classier at the end, but I think like it adds some like, like gravitas it. at like the beginning. It does. It's like a lead up. The third what? Oh, yeah. the third Fran. You're like, you're, it's like Rogue Legacy of France. <laughs> Fran, you remember that time I told the story oh on a show where like you actually were supposed to be like the fifth or something, and you like yes. we called you to Went verify that story. Yeah. But instead, you were like, no, that story's not true. Then you went into an explanation where it was true. Where it was it just was like not. for no reason. You were like, that story's not true. It is true. <laughs> it was that I could have <laughs> was. Been. You guys were saying I was. No, 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 no. I'm yeah, saying you. Been. I said we had you could have been. I had. I said you could have been. It was yeah. I know, great grandpa Steve, man. You just why? Or actually, I guess it was his dad, Francesco. Why did Francesco screw the whole thing up? I don't know. Really, that's what I've been asking myself the entire time. <laughs> anyway, great to be back. Uh, was it just last week? Yeah, we we've here. been doing. Yeah. We have done three Imran shows in a row, counting this one. That's right. The yeah, and I for one love it. Yeah, yeah. These are people are just shows. like people are going crazy. They just want more Imran, and yeah. we're happy to deliver. Yeah, and there's Wait. the lie. <laughs> no, plenty of people. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Trust me. Plenty of people. Oh God. What was that, Fran? I was joking. I, I said plenty of people hate it. Don't you read the comments? Oh, I thought you were saying, hey, Imran, that is a really good PS I Love You sweater, a show hosted by the two Kings of Halloween candidates, Blessing Ottawa Jr. and Greg Miller. Oh, I know. That's going to be the <laughs> That's what I thought he show. said, too. <laughs> yeah, I thought I heard that. But honestly, Fran, it's a little hot. It's a little hot right here in the sweater. It's happening now, this whole... So maybe I'll take the sweater off, and we'll see what's underneath. This is a lot of things. God, I hope it's a here. shirt. Now I got a, a lead up to what we don't know what's about to happen exactly. Oh, I mean, oh, that's, that's very clear. Wow, wow. Is this this is your decision for the this King is, of Halloween? How would I this require some thinking? The the Superman logo, I think, associated well with the actual King of Halloween, Greg Miller. Wow, wow. wow. I, I think am... blessing Eddie Jr. Pretender to the throne. Didn't even know the Halloween colors. <laughs> Pretender to like throw. You, you can put lipstick on a pig. That doesn't make it. A... <laughs> Whoa, oh, my man. God. <laughs> I be, I'll be honest. I didn't expect this. I thought, um, you know, you're a bit of a contrarian, mm -hmm. Imran, if you didn't, if you didn't hear. And so I thought you were going to just back <laughs> blessing regardless of what, whatever, right? And I, I haven't even seen all the facts, but uh, you're there, there... Miller. There are moments in history, Fran, where you have to take a stand, and this is one of them. <laughs> this is a very important moment in 2020, Imran. I'm glad that you cleared that up. <laughs> what about you, Fran? You have Halloween colors behind you. Who are you supporting in this civil war of Halloween? Well, I mean, I came to pitch myself, but that would be that'd be foolhardy. You don't uh, have the jacket. You need the jacket nah, if you're going like, to make the I'm not argument. the king of Halloween. I'm not even the jester of Halloween. Like, I'm not. I, don't, <laughs> I have very little to offer. I'm ter I'm the laziest. Halloween um, uh, costumer. I'm just always last minute, but if I ever do plan ahead, it's like, it's an ordeal. And then you guys know that about me by now. It's mm -hmm. like, you're either all in beyond like, whoa, dude, like back off, or like, dude, like would you put some effort in? <laughs> it's like one of the two. So um, that did not answer that question at all. I know, I know. <laughs> I I'm stalling. Uh -huh. uh, that was a smooth catch. I was gonna let him go. I was gonna be like, "Wow, it's really very, impressive." He doesn't try. I get it. Very simple fact here. I mean, it all started right with, as you said, like blessing not knowing the colors. And I, I'd heard that, and then we had talked about that pre-show. I'm like, "Did that really happen?" Uh, I don't understand how somebody couldn't <laughs> come up with orange. Even how could you? It, it blessing. It's like, dude, what are the colors of Halloween? Why would orange not come up into the conversation? I could forgive, like, if you said green and orange or purple and orange. Even that a little off, but, like, okay, it's a different take. But the fact that uh, it was not orange and, and anything, I, I got to go with Greg Miller, man. So There we go. It's, oh, like, unanimous. Yeah. This game's daily, ho our host crew 
believes Greg Miller is the true king of Halloween. Whoa. Does Kevin believe that? I'm shocked he's not calling. Yeah, I mean, I've always believed it was Greg. I have it That's on. clear like, to everyone. That's clear to everyone. So he might have been calling. Okay, yeah, check your phone. Out. No calls? I'm shocked. Nah, wow, he must not listen. <laughs> what a dick. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe Greg's busy on other stuff this morning, yeah. He's, I, I mean, being king is not easy. You have a lot of responsibilities. Yeah. Yeah. We got a lot of responsibilities <sighs> here today, Fran. We're talking about Cyberpunk 2077 being delayed a little bit. Devil May Cry 5 causing a schism between Xboxes. Assassin's Creed is coming to Netflix and more because this is Kind of Funny Games Daily each and every weekday at 10 a.m. live right here on twitch.tv slash kindoffunnygames. We run you through the nerdy news you need to know about. If you're watching live, you can correct us when we get stuff wrong by going to kindoffunny.com slash you're wrong. If you don't want to watch live, you can watch later on youtube.com slash kindoffunnygames, roosterteeth.com, or listen later on podcast services around the globe by searching for kind of funny games daily to be part of the show head to patreon.com slash kind of funny games where bronze members are above get to, or get to write in and silver members are above get the show ad free along with the exclusive daily post show Fran, we got a little bit of housekeeping donktober episode three with the not king of halloween but still pretty good blessing at a junior and barrett is available right now on youtube.com slash kind of funny games finale to it all is going down this saturday on halloween I mean, obviously, he can't be king of Halloween. He's doing this too. Like, <laughs> makes sense. And we, they have dubbed it Donk Oween. So tune in to twitch.tv slash kind of funny games at 12 p.m. Pacific on Saturday. PSI Love You XOXO has hands on with the PS5. Like, literally, it's hands on. They can't do anything with the console on yet. So it is literally like they're talking a little bit about Astrobot and the controller and the, the ginormous console itself. There's embargoes. Go it's to kind of. Like, hold on. Go to kindofunny.com slash PS5. They have five different PS5 hands-on videos, plus the PSI Love You Bomber jacket that has the same thing as that sweater I just threw somewhere. Yep. And, like, that's up on kindofunny.com slash store. All right, what were you saying, Fran? Sorry, I forgot it was housekeeping. Wait. I thought you were going off on the whole, like, you know, they can't use the console, and but yeah. It's, Wait, uh, real real it's quick, a- uh, the, the jacket's actually a really big deal. We've been talking about this being up Dude, for that's a, a while. It's already uh-huh. sold out in two sizes, so good. So be quick. Be quick. What's yeah. left? Extra small? No, no, no. Small, medium, Do you know which large. sizes are left? Yeah, yeah. Just, I'm saying right now, but you're talking over me. Small, medium, <laughs> large. There you go. Maybe extra large? <laughs> so it's just double XL and triple XL. I, I need a bug. We've right, sold right, out right. in many sizes except for small, medium, large, no, I, I didn't say large, all sizes. Wait, stuff. you think... <laughs> if I cut off it two of your fingers, like... would you say you, I cut off many of your fingers? This is like it's a limited time deal. There's not many left. I'm just There's saying 10, this one's, in this the warehouse. one's gonna go fast. This one's gonna go fast. We've been talking I'm about. Kidding. We thought it was gonna come out two months ago, but you know, if you watch the shows, maybe you'd know. All right. Whoa, there it is. <laughs> you know what, Ke- Kevin? What, what is your star deficit right now? Like, how many more stars do you need? To I'm get? three stars away, and I'm itching for them, man. I'm itching for them. Well, you're not gonna earn any stars from me. Talking I don't want like any that. stars from you. Right. I don't you're want not any get stars any. from you. Okay. Good. Here, here's what I'm gonna do, Kevin. <laughs> You will get one star right now, and assuming this show does not crash into a wall, you get one star at the end. The other one has to be from Fran. For, you have to convince Fran in this show to give you your final star. I'm gonna be honest. This is too much work. <laughs> <laughs> See, he doesn't. He, he doesn't even want Fran. To make Fran, I'm being okay. honest. I'm being honest and real small. Look at me. You're being something. It's I'm not tiny. Honest. You will get the one star right now, regardless. We'll see about the other ones. Well, I mean, no, no. You don't have to just give me a star. I have to earn it. No, I've given it to you because you did, you came in clutch on the PSI Love You jacket explanation. And yeah. I think you were right it about the sizes thing. But the Thank several sizes much. being out. Yeah. Let's see. All right. All right. All right. I'm going to hide this. Today, we're brought to you by our Patreon producers, Tom Bach, Mohammed Mohammed, and Blackjack. Yeah. And we're also brought to you by Amazon Alexa, Upstart, and Hims. But I'll tell you about that later. For now, let's begin with what is and forever will be the Roper Report. A baker's dozen! Don't do my noises! So we got breaking news. Cyberpunk 2077 has been delayed a little less than a month. What? They tweeted this out just now. Uh, hey, everyone. Today, we've decided to release to move the release date of Cyberpunk 27 by 21 days. The new release date is December 10th. More, most likely, there are many emotions and questions in your heads. So first and foremost, please accept our humble apologies. The biggest challenge for us right now is shipping the game on current-gen, next-gen, and PC at the same time, which requires us to prepare and test nine versions of it, Xbox One X, compatibility on Xbox Series 
SX, uh, PS4 Pro compatibility on PS5, PC Stadia, while working from home. Since Cyberpunk has, 2077 has evolved towards uh, almost being a next-gen title somewhere along the way, we need to make sure everything works well and every version runs smoothly. We're, we're aware it might seem unrealistic when someone says that 21 days can make any difference to such a massive and complex game, but they really do. Some of you might also be wondering what these words mean in light of us saying we achieved our gold master some time ago. Passing certification or going gold means the game is ready, can be completed, and has all the content in it. But it doesn't mean we stop working on it and raise the quality or and raising the quality bar. On the contrary, this is the time where many improvements are being made, which will then be distributed via a day zero patch. This is the time period we undercalculated. We feel that we have an amazing game in our hands and are willing to make every decision, even the hardest ones, if we ultimately if it ultimately leads to you getting a video game you'll fall in love with. So from Adam Badowski and Markets Winsky at CD Project Red. So yeah, 21 days. What do you think, Fran? You bummed? I, this doesn't surprise me in the least. And like, I, I mean, honestly, I really don't think it's a big deal. I know a ton of people are groaning as I say that, like, what? Like, this is like how many delays? Like, how many? It's like, for some people, this is probably feeling unacceptable because they're so excited about the next gen consoles. It came right at a time you could pick those up or just period. You're kind of like, we've been waiting for a really big game drop for a while. A lot of people, right? And mm -hmm. so people were stoked. Uh, but this company is famous for being perfectionist you know and that's what i hear when i read this they're staring down the barrel of the new next gen consoles in particular and probably which we always i feel like see with their ga games the optimizations and this has been such a labor of love and they're just like guys we have to smooth out some frame rate we've got to get these next gen consoles closer to being more than just like a frame rate improvement uh versus because that's what you're dealing with too, right? It's a PS4, Xbox One version, kind of slightly amped up. And it sounds to me like they want to try a few more things. I think that's great, especially if you plan to play in those consoles. These 21 yeah. days are going to make a huge difference for you versus, we're going to talk about it later, God of War is, is going to work on PS5. Do you want Cyberpunk like that, where it's a PS4 game that works uh, a little better? Or do you want some next-gen optimizations? Yeah, I... Well, how do you feel? <laughs> me, well, me personally, I it doesn't super matter. Like we're we're both used to playing games that are just incomplete. Like that's just yeah. the the reality of it. So it I don't think this matters too much to me. I am somewhat relieved that like oh thank God this is out of that November like push because that is literally there's like five games that we are talk we are going to have to talk about that week. Yeah, yeah. It's so, funny yeah. that it's selfish on that front. There is, I mean, I'm going to be, play, I have to, and I'm going to be playing Destiny on November 10th. But mm -hmm. somebody was, uh, Tim was asking me about Cyberpunk and all that, and I was like, dude, I'm going to check it out, but pff, what am I supposed to do? I would be like grinding for a raid. So selfishly, I'm like, yeah, let's go. Give me, give me a month to like catch up on a lot of stuff. So Mizuki writes in and says, hey there, KF crew, Cyberpunk has been delayed yet again, in spite of going gold recently. CD Projekt. Pro is it Projekt Red or Project Red? Because I have been told it is Projekt Red. I mean, if you're Polish, but I, it's probably not red either. <laughs> it's probably slightly I accented. There's only Project. so many ways you can get red. CD Projekt like, Red. Pro Projekt Red. In Soviet Russia, Projekt Red. In Polska. I, see, I'm going to go with Projekt Red because I have been told people by from CDPR that it is Projekt Red. Well, yeah, of course, if it's in... Uh, if it, my point is a lot of words would be slightly different i think okay cd project red mentioned in their announcement this has to do with issues getting the day zero patch for the game ready in my question is how bad do some of the bugs and other technical issues need to be to push the release date back when discs are already being printed thanks for all that you do so this is a thing that not a lot of people know about of like what really going gold means and they explain a little bit in the actual like text explanation they gave but it varies from studio to studio. All it really means is they have a master disc printed, and that's go what goes in the cases, and that they have been certified by console manufacturers. That doesn't mean necessarily the game is playable. That it is like you can put that disc in and it works fine. It like yeah. like there's a lot it of massaging. Should, it should you can normally. Do. It, it should. should normally. I, I I know what you're saying. But I, how many games do you think go gold that are not actually that playable? <laughs> there, I not, know, like they needed a, a day one patch to even work. 
there I think was that's a lot a, less rare than than the ones that are like, well, it's it's overall. I feel like we get a certain a, a decent am- amount of embargoes that are like, hey, like <laughs> that you need like the day one patch is going to fix these major things. Sure, yes. and it's like, all right, but those They're, are you. But it still was fine. It's just they don't. They know that they can fix some of these like minor issues. Normally, is I can't remember what it was. I think it was a Ghost Recon, but like honestly, I'm not sure. But there was a Ubisoft game earlier this gen that straight up just the game wasn't done. If you tried to launch it just on a disc pre patch, it just wouldn't work. Yeah, did Skyrim? I mean, Skyrim was in the the days of like the the 10 meg patch limits. I don't think that was the case. Hmm. But yeah, I. I do not remember which game it was, but there have been games that straight up just don't work. Yeah, like, and that uh, is true. I want to say Borderlands is one of them, too. Very well could be. My point yeah. was the majority are normally, they're playable, they're ready to go, but like optimization-wise or there's some menu bug, or and they're like, yeah, yeah, we're just going to fix that at the, the 30 days out. Like basically stuff that, you know, when you are producing and, and hitting your landmarks, you have stuff that the team says, look, that's going to be easy to just do a you know, a day one patch or whatever to, to fix. Yeah. But it is, and, it is odd to have, in other words, maybe put it more simply, sure, everybody has internet now for the most part, but it is odd to put something on a disc and go gold and be like, you have to connect to the internet to get this to work. That's very rare is all I'm saying. It's rare, but it's not like, um, it's not unlikely, especially this coming generation where like, so they are... This past generation, they assumed you had an internet connection. It's going to get much more that direction this past or this next one. Yeah, like, I yeah, th- I don't know how this game is going to play. Just if you put a disc in, and I'm curious. Like, part of me is curious. Yeah. Like, what Keep does that look like? And test it out before. <laughs> yeah, but like, uh, also you need a disc for that, which is not what I'm going to yeah. do with Cyberpunk. So well, yeah, but we also got these three weeks delay, and um, yeah. I mean, I think the other unsaid part is you know we have heard a lot about how hard the team has been working has been uh, asked to work a lot of extra hours and so i think there's maybe that's a narrative here as well it's, yeah it's an extra three weeks of crunch which is not great there's there's both though it's both sides it's well we don't need you to crunch as much with the pressure of perfection for november 10th on the other hand you will not be done in taking your holidays until <laughs> december yeah. 10th so i don't know I, I look at the glass half full on that one to be honest yeah. i think there's like, a lot of people that Imagine how hard you've already been working, and then the next gen thing you decide to to release. There's people just like salivating to do a little more. Uh, engineers are especially that way, you know. And getting even two more weeks is gonna make them a lot happier. I think. I will say, in all my years of reporting on the games industry, or the game industry, and all that, like, I've never seen a situation where delay means less crunch and more time to like really work on it. What it usually means is that the crunch is stretched out. That's fair. Don't know that that's going to be true here, but like historically, every time I've talked to someone, is like, oh yeah, you guys got a delay. That I guess means a little bit more time. It's like, no, that means just more time sleeping at the desks. So, For sure. Yeah. Yeah, and again, I'm not saying that it doesn't extend crunch, but I'm saying there is a glass half full portion of it. You know. I mean, but, hopefully that is the case, but yeah, you never trust know. Me, when... I'm, yeah, crunch is one of the worst things about the industry, and it's a a hard topic to hear about every time. So, you know, I'm not, um, I'm not pushing in any other direction. Like good for them. You know, they got three extra weeks to chill and, and finish it up. But it yeah. just was worth pointing out that I think there are, there's always people with a creative vision that are very happy to have the opportunity, but yeah, there's a ton of people that are, you're right. Like, Oh God, please. <laughs> I just want to be done with this mm-hmm. so I can like get some rest. If I, I kind of wonder if like, this is again a selfish thought, but like if they're going to still release, give the game reviewers around the same time and like just do intermittent patches for them. So like we still have more time to play yeah. it. Before, like I just because I, this is going to be such a massive game. And like, like you said, t- we were talking to Tim about like what games are we going to be playing in the next couple of months and like playing out coverage basically. And I was like, I don't know if Cyberpunk is going to be one of those games I want to rush through, but we'll yeah. see. Fran, recently, every time we're on the show, we tend to get in the topic of it's like they the Xbox really Series X versus the Series S and what the tangible differences between those are going to be. And you've been of the argument that we're going to see some pretty major differences at some point. Like the, that that smaller box is not going to be necessarily going to keep up. Yeah, again, all, like I bring it up on every show. It's like it's, one's $300 and one is $500. It's mm-hmm. going to be a difference. It turns out we're going to get... Seeing them. 
we're seeing one of that difference or one of those differences really early. Devil May Cry 5 Special Edition will not support ray tracing on Xbox Series S from Adam Brankhurst at IGN. While Devil May Cry 5 Special Edition will be enhanced in many ways on Series X and Series S, only the Series X will support ray tracing. Announced by Capcom, both versions will still support high frame rates up to 120 frames per second, enhanced 3D audio, reduced loading times, a legendary Dark Knight difficulty, turbo mode, and a playable Virgil. Ray tracing, which is possible, which is possible on the Series S, will be available for DMC5 Special Edition on Series X as a downloadable title update. And even though it won't be, or even though it will not be supported on Series S, Capcom did leave a bit of hope for the future, stating that it is just now scratching the surface of what they can do and that it is eager to ex- continue exploring the full capabilities of the Series X slash S in the future. So while, while Devil May Cry 5 Special Edition will be the same in most cases on next-gen consoles, only the Series X and the PS5 Edition will support 4K and ray, and ray tracing. DMC5 Special Edition will be available at the launch of X- Xbox Series XS and PS5, and even though PS4 and Xbox One users will, won't get many of the upgrades, PC as well, they will still be able to get to play as Virgil via paid DLC. So, this to me sounds like they have run into a GPU overhead issue with the uh, with the ray tracing. Because mm-hmm. like we, we do know, we knew the difference between the X, is, the X and the S is a GPU one. They have the same processor, which is why you get like the higher frame rate on both versions of those. But the yeah. GPU itself is different. Yeah. So it Although sounds the like there's like, is slightly underclocked. It's only a yeah. point two difference in the the gigahertz, but the, I mean underclocking it, is still yeah. every cycle there's still less. But that's I agree with you. The GPU is the biggest difference. You know, uh, a lot less RAM and um, some slight differences there, and well, quite a bit yeah. difference in raw computing power. And it seems like we're seeing this here. It's hard to tell based on this one case issue if this is just a yeah. Capcom thing or this is an everyone thing. It's just so early, you know, yeah. and, and, and to be fair, like when I look at this, even though I've harped on the potential for this arriving, it's literally, this is a launch game and they've, you know, you only have the hardware available for so long. And like, I think it's very likely that if they want to put the work in, like, especially running at 60, uh, because 120 is a huge, is really impressive. Like yeah. DMC five looks great. And for that to be 120 on both is awesome. So it's possible that they really wanted to maintain that parity instead of in other words. And, and this is a thing I keep bringing up. It's like, well, what about at 60, you know, can you guys figure out ray tracing at 60? Would that solve the problem? So it is worth noting time. that like no on the PS on the PS five and the series X, you can't do 120 FPS and ray tracing. So Say you you the... can't do I, I might be wrong. There's there was like a a table of like you you can only do like 1080p or 4K and ray trace or 4K and 60 or you're wrong can get like correct me on this. But there's Somebody... a number of there's a number of like trade offs you have to make depending on what mode you choose. Basically, you mean in this game? Yes, in the special edition. Oh yeah, sure, okay. And so also even on X. Yes. Oh, so actually it may not support 120 and ray tracing on X either, which by the way would make a lot of sense to me there even. I'd be like, well, yeah, that's it's pushing a lot. So you're saying possibly and we should I, check. I, I forget the exact trade-offs. You're wrong. Kindoffunny.com slash you're wrong can tell me. But I believe you can't do – basically you can't have a 4K 120 FPS ray tracing version of this game. Straight up. Like the – they're, they are adding Virgil to the PC version, but they're not adding anything else to the PC version. So, like, the special edition is only coming to Xbox One and PS5. Mm-hmm. So, Charles Jacobson writes in and says, Hey, Infram, is this some of the initial signs there'll be more differences between the Xbox Series S and X versus the games as time, times go on? And he adds hashtag gold stars for Kevin. We already covered that, so we're good. Yeah, I mean, I still defer to to what I was saying, uh, and just because you added that hashtag, it's not going to happen right now. Um, <laughs> but as I've been saying, I mean, it's just early, so I defer to that. It's just so early, so to judge, even though it goes, you can go way back to when I was sort of like harping on the like, look, there's going to be differences. It's not going to be able to be the exact version. It just happens to be at 2K, and that's the only difference. That being said, it's just so early, and so um, I, I think yes, you're starting. We are now seeing the evidence that, of course, there there's 
uh, less power in the S, mm-hmm. but that doesn't mean that they can't get to to some of these features. And again, like we games like Destiny are going to run at 1080p, 60 right now on Xbox yeah. Series S. That doesn't mean they can't get to 2K. And and what happened if this game was at 1080p instead of 2K or whatever? So. I just think it's like early. It's probably going to take a year before we really yeah. start seeing. All right, at the, the beginnings, because remember to even get to something like God of War utilizing PlayStation Four in the way that it did. That was one of the first games you're like, holy crap! Like this looks better than like most PC games, even though it was running at thirty. And so once they really start coding to the metal, as they say, and getting in there, <laughs> um, it's yeah. I mean, it's just too early to say. Mm-hmm. Are, a quick question: Are we are we switching over and calling two K? What is that? That's a uh, that's fourteen forty. Okay, fourteen. All right, cool, cool, cool. Yeah. So like that fourteen forty two K with DLSS. Yep, just wanted to check. DLSS, just, like yeah, I think that's. I saw there was a video from Digital Frangie yesterday on Series X um, backwards compatibility, and there's a thing. I forget who did it. I think it was led better but he was saying um resolution is quickly becoming a thing that does not matter in comparisons that the with dlss and like like upscaling in general has become so good that pixel counting is not really a thing people care about anymore and i'm starting to come around to that idea of yeah if you can do really good 2k that looks as like looks like 4k using your horsepower on native 4k is almost a waste and i'm kind of like i'm i'm that's what I'm looking forward to in terms of like the series S versus X like breakdown as stuff goes on. It's like, how do they actually use that GPU power? And is it going to be trade-offs like the ray tracing or is it just going to be a resolution issue as time right. goes on? Yeah, and that's why I keep bringing up where it's like, I almost by default because of what you're saying is if you can get a really solid upscale or you're, you know, remember, I don't think these cards, I mean, they don't. DLSS is actually NVIDIA tech, right? So... Or the equivalent, because Sony has their like own technology, right? Like they they their own thing, and Microsoft has their own as well. But like I think we all just use DLSS as like shorthand. For, yeah, but yeah. but that is like DLSS is really impressive. In fact, a day from now, tomorrow, uh, is the new AMD GPU announcement. So this may be a year round too. But I don't I forget what AMD does to address this, and maybe we'll see some new stuff with that, and that will make its way maybe into a. The new consoles um, with some improvements, but yeah, uh, the point that I was getting to was, per, per what you said, like yeah, I care a lot less about 4K. What I care more about is if you're going to run at 2K on the Xbox Series X, which I paid $500 for, and of course on PS5, which are pretty close in power. Um, what can you do at 2K that you've optimized? Can I? Usually for me, it's frame rate. Mm-hmm. Like I want a more stable frame rate. So number one, you know, start there, and then number two, maybe it's can I be 120 frames or did you add in ray tracing because I don't care about 4K as much. So I hope that most, per what you're saying, they defer that. I hope that becomes the focus, you know, as as uh, resolution upscale improves, you know. I've never asked you this, Fran, and like I, I know that we're like way behind at this point, but I, I want, I'm curious. Do you usually go with performance modes or like graphics modes or frame or uh, resolution modes? It depends on the game but any action whatsoever is almost always um performance mode so god of war which we'll talk mm-hmm. about later i already i tried both and i was just like and I, i'm you know i'm definitely squinting at the differences i used to run a feature many many years ago at ign that we had started called head to heads and it was literally it's funny i knew richard ledbetter back then it was comparing all the different versions and literally like trying to figure out how you know gamecube is is different than xbox and mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, squinting at the differences, uh, usually I arrive at like, I, I want better frame rate. It just is sharper. There's less motion blur yeah. usually, but occasionally, you know, some games where I don't feel like I need the action, I would be happy to switch. You know, if you got some really cool lighting, let's say you get ray tracing at 30 and you don't at 60. Well, it depends on the game. I might be up for that. Yeah. I'm, I usually sw- use performance mode if the frame rate is like, relatively consistent so like kingdom yeah. hearts 3 had performance mode that like it was just everywhere the frame rate was like 20 yeah. to 60 depending like on like the moment yeah so i if, if that's the case like i would take a lock 30 every time yeah. but if you can get to a lock 60 or at least 60 ish then great i'm fine yeah and and you'll probably agree with me on this when performance mode doesn't work right you probably are saying you don't use it 
yeah. is that kind of right? Yes. It's like it's got to like, work well, well. You turned it on, you took the cap off, but it's like all over the place. Like this, I I kind of appreciate that it's there for some people who want it, but it's if it's not optimized, that kind of ruins the whole idea of it. Yeah. All right, Fran, multiple Assassin's Creed series are in development at Netflix. This is from Steve Watts at GameSpot. Netflix has announced that it is working with Ubisoft on multiple adaptations of the Assassin's Creed series. Jason Altman and Daniel Cranick from Ubisoft's film and television division will serve as executive producers for the live-action adaptation, but it's still in the very early stages and seeking a showrunner. The announcement doesn't share much detail yet, merely saying that it will tap into the video game series dynamic stories for live-action, animated, and anime series. Given the nature of, of Assassin's Creed, these could all be set during different historical eras. Netflix also shared a shared a teaser feature video featuring the iconic Assassin logo in bright Netflix red. Quote, we're excited to partner with Ubisoft and bring to life rich, multi-layered storytelling that Assassin's Creed is beloved for, said Netflix original series VP Peter Friedlander in the announcement. From its breathtaking historical worlds and massive global appeal as one of the best-selling video game franchises of all time, we are committed to carefully crafting epic and thrilling entertainment based on this distinct IP provide a deeper dive for fans and our, and our members around the world to enjoy. Can I translate that quote? Go for so, it. You uh, can translate that PR Hi, uh, this is uh, VP Peter Friedlander from Netflix Original Series Department. And man, Witcher made a ton of money. <laughs> God, Witcher did so well. I mean, we knew video games had potential, but holy cow. So I tell you what, we went out as soon as possible and found the closest thing to it. Assassin's Creed seems like the next original series for us. <laughs> I Don't mean, you think it it does not seem like that a Assassin's good is not probably it's been pitched for a long time, but yes. I feel like Witcher is what pushed this one over the edge. Don't you think? Yeah, for sure. Like they, especially with like the multifaceted, like it's one thing to get a show, like a, a Netflix show. They are always looking for original programming, but to get multiple things to be like, hey, yeah, we're doing cartoons, and I don't know what they're using for the term anime here, but they're doing an anime, they're doing a live action show. I yeah. think it fits a show much better than it fits a movie. Yeah. I feel um, like, real quick, I'm a big fan hmm. of uh, Assassin's Creed, as, as you all may know. I feel like this is a perfect fit for it, because uh, mm -hmm. the way, like, I really hope that it's an anthology series that, like, someone jumping into their, like, ancestors' memories throughout time, that way you can keep the same actors, too. They all look a little, mm -hmm. little alike. Uh, and uh, little things that, like, either connect back to Abstergo or drop the whole Abstergo thing and it's just someone like being like, oh, it's my family's like heritage and going through stuff. I think it'd be interesting. Yeah. I th what you said, yeah, you I said think it's a great fit. Like, Kevin, like of the anthology kind of thing with the same actors, like kind of like a haunting of series thing. I think that would be super cool. Yeah. Yeah. Now, do we need multiple of these shows? <laughs> Definitely not. You know what I mean? That's where they go too no. far. I think it might be too many already. I think so. But we'll see. I think anyone, anytime anyone announces something that ambitious, it's like, yeah, it's not going to work out. Just focus on the one thing. Yeah, usually you're right. Nanobiologist wrote in, by the way, and mm. I wanted to say, like, he, he has a fairly longer question, but I will cut to the heart of it. Do you hope the series gives us looks at other areas of history besides like Ezio and that, in the guise of an assassin for small areas that may not translate well into a video game? So, like, where would you put this series, basically? Do you want it to cover, like, Italy and France and all that stuff again? Or is it going to be, like, this is the Russian Revolution this time? Or, you know. Would that not transfer well into a video game? I don't know that it would. All right. You could probably make a good Assassin's Creed game out of any period of time. It's just, like, they don't always. Mm. I feel like maybe, yeah, like, was... a civil... No, no, a civil... The... I get back. The Revolutionary War, you mean? Yeah, they did that one. No, they did it, that one. They did that one. That, I thought that's what you were getting at. Yeah. <laughs> um, I was gonna say I think they almost have to be too careful to because they're they're very unlikely gonna recreate, right? I assume they're not gonna bring back uh, Ezio and that exact time period and try to do that story. I think they actually got to stay away from that probably and and do, you know, do new things. Now, mm -hmm. that's not to say that it couldn't be within the same time period, but completely different characters. But that's what I was going to ask is what makes what. Yeah. What does make Assassin's Creed a unique uh, series? Because like I know Valhalla is coming out with coming out, but it's like I really like the show Vikings. And I was like, oh, like that could have just been the show to me. I mean, I think you could add in a little bit of the Abstergo stuff. But like, what what do you guys think actually makes it? different than just being say vikings i think it's a dichotomy between um the future stuff and the history stuff and like i don't like that stuff in games honestly i don't like they could write the 
future stuff out of Assassin's Creed completely, and I'd be completely fine with it. But I think if you're going to do a narrative show, I would put those two like together. What about you, yeah. Kevin? Okay, Kevin. Was, sorry, sorry. Was I, okay. I was applauding you, and mm-hmm. now I'm eating. My yeah, bad. Okay, my bad. <laughs> it's fine. To, to, to okay. buy time on that, uh, I was going to say a lot of people were joking in chat about a very old show called Quantum Leap. I love. Um, I mean, yeah. that it does not hold up. But I, <laughs> yeah, I don't. I don't. I don't know, man. I always like you might have been hitting on it. It always those shows always feel a little off to me when you're trying to mix too much of those time periods and even Assassin's Creed itself. Like, you know, I haven't played all the games in every well, uh, corner, but like they're predominantly in the time period you're in. You know. Yeah, Quantum Leap works because like that's Hopefully. that was a weekly episodic show. And yeah. each week you can go like, okay, where is it going to be this time? True. When, when you're you're, making a, yeah, when you're making a Netflix show, you have to reconsider how you do things. Quantum Leap yeah. was different universes, right? It he was different just, people. In the yeah, same, it, was, like, it was our universe. Oh, he was yeah. literally going back to like, you, like but there wasn't like unrest in the fifties, and he'd show up in the middle. Stuff. Of, no, yeah, no. it was all based on our actual real world got it, got and those it. events. Like he, I forget if he ever showed up around like the Kennedy assassination or, but he would show but like up. Like see, that would and, be cool for uh, for like the Assassin's yeah. Creed episode. Maybe yeah. that I don't know. Bit, I feel maybe like maybe they could every do stuff week. Like that. Yeah, you're they, jumping, and like I don't think they're gonna do this, but they could do more serious things like that. Yeah, but like you, yeah. you could have a a a decent drama that is like a person remembering their past life as well, like. I uh, that seems easy enough, past. and that's also like every Netflix show. Honestly, is somebody yeah. like, oh yeah, I'm gonna. This is the episode about this character's past. So yeah, yeah. I, I will say, I think... like they have been doing a lot more gaming stuff. Like they have those Resident Evil things now. Like mm. a lot of it probably is based on the like Witcher success. I watched the Dragon's Dogma show. That show sucks. That show <laughs> is awful. Like so, not holding my breath on this one, but we'll see. Bloodstained Ritual of the Night is heading to iOS and Android. This is from Matt Olson at US Gamer. Want to turn your phone or Android device into a pseudo Castlevania machine for all the trips you're probably not taking these days? Well, you'll sure be do. able to soon. Artplay and NetEase Games just announced that Koji Igarashi's Bloodstained Ritual of the Night is coming to the App Store and Google Play Store soon. The mobile versions of Ritual of the Night will support new two Bloodstained screen, touchscreen controls and will feature a redesigned user interface that's better suited for small screens and thumb scrolling. Don't expect too much else in the way of a redesign for mobile. It'll be the ritual of the night you know, not a carved out freemium experience. Artplay and NetEase have yet to announce the price of the release. Bloodstained will launch for iOS and Android, quote, soon, trailing a ways behind the original release for Xbox One, PS4, and PC in June 2019, and the Switch debut that followed just a week later. Originally published for those systems by 505 Games, Bloodstained's new publisher for mobile, NetEase, is best known stateside for operating Chinese localized versions of Blizzard games and for its recent investments in Bungie and Quantic Dream. Did you play Bloodstained, Fran? Yeah, I played some of it. I didn't uh, beat it or anything, but mm-hmm. it's pretty solid. It's an enjoyable game. I really wish I had not backed the Switch version. I think the Switch yeah, version because is just it had like, the performance issues. Yeah, it, it was real bad. And like, to this day, I think that's one of the most cynical things I've ever seen a publisher do is the Switch version, a week is not enough time to work on anything. A week mm-hmm. is not enough time to like push out, make a version better. So that they deleted a week was 100% that they wanted early review, like original yeah. reviews and Metacritic score to be about the PS4 and Xbox One version. Yes. And, and like the Switch version is like, oh, also this is out. And that I think sucked, especially because they- under the rug. Yeah, they locked people into buying it for the- backing but yeah yep it's cool that game on games on mobile i i have been playing more mobile gotcha games recently for whatever reason and there's actually surprisingly deep like deep experiences you can get on that on that phone that i'm shocked work as well as they do yeah i mean it's funny how far mobile gaming has come but it's just gaming now and so yeah if you're cool with the touch uh screen stuff and a lot of people there's just that adaptation and then it feels like it's it's muscle memory it doesn't even occur to you that you need a controller and buttons for some people who frankly are now growing up playing that way but um 
but also just making making it feel like that, right? Where there's not features cut and everything yeah. works fine and is intuitive. Developers have learned so much about what they can do as well. So um, so yeah, it'd be interesting. Hopefully it performs, you know, well across the board. I mean, obviously on new phones, they're they're pretty powerful at this point. So Yeah. I'm I'm very problem. curious when my my iPhone X is going to be like um phased out basically or it's going to be too old for certain games like that doesn't yeah. feel old it's a three-year-old phone but who knows planned obsolescence is 100 percent a thing yeah well actually look we'll i'm still waiting because uh, i had the x and i broke it uh and now i'm on the iphone 7 plus uh waiting mm. for my new 12 pro um but meaning maybe we can get this one and compare uh notes and see if if we notice any differences or something i'm thinking about trading for a 12 pro but we'll see yeah. Like I don't think I need the the bigger or better. I don't camera think you do. In, yeah, I was like, unless you want the camera, there's probably not a major reason yeah. to switch. Or maybe just a twelve. Or I might just hang on to my phone for another year. We'll see what happens. God, there's so many options this year. There, yeah, it's ridiculous. Always God of whenever you can. The God of War developer at Sony Santa Monica explains PS5 performance mode and save transfers is from Logan Plant at IGN. Sony Santa Monica has revealed new details about how God of War 2018 will work on PS5. In a tweet, the God of War developer said the PS4 title can run up to 60 frames per second if players choose the favorite performance video option. And save transfers are supported from the PS4, so players don't have to worry about losing their standard or new game plus save. Sony Santa Monica has confirmed God of War 3 Remastered saves will transfer to PS5. On PS4, God of War targeted 30 frames per second when it was released and also included performance mode options for those playing on PS4 Pro. The favorite performance mode had a cap of 60 FPS on PS4 Pro, but in our God of War review, we said the game didn't consistently hit that target. Sony confirmed last month that almost every PS4 game will be available on PS4 or playable on PS5. However, the ability to transfer save data to the next generation will be up to individual developers. So they tweeted this. I read the story, and after reading it a couple of times, I'm like, are they actually doing anything or is this I just the same reaction i was like this is the most non-news but thank you for the confirmation i did appreciate the confirmation but i was like it already runs pretty well in performance mode so like i i, could, I just couldn't they I give us a little more like it runs almost perfect 60 yeah like, i don't just, know like what I don't know if they, is this <clears throat> is this something they've done like have they gone back into this game and done something with it or is this just like the overhead from the ps5 working like yeah better on god of war so it like, sounds to me more the latter, like they probably they had to touch a few things, barely, it sounds like. And they're like, cool, it's, it's working pretty well. Yeah. Um, and they didn't seem willing to commit to, like I was just saying, like a number or... Um, it's too bad, though, because like they have all the details. That's what I'd be looking for. It's like, hey, by the way, you may not have known, but uh, uh, PS4, um, PS4 Pro performance mode, you were getting like 60 sometimes. A lot of time, though, it was like 50 you know, mostly. Um, so this is going to be pretty much 60. And into like just a few more details, if that's what it is, would have been nice. But um, that said, we, I we do, know it's going to run better. I mean, there's no way it can't. I do want to try God of War on a PS5 because like God of War is the, the high mark, I think, for my PS4 Pro is too loud of I have to actually like put on headphones because I can't hear the game over this. So if that... If I run this game, it's like, oh, there's no like insane fan noise coming from it. Then that's a good sign. Not necessarily like a definitive sign, but a good sign for how that PS5 is heated. Yeah. And honestly, the game still just looks amazing. And and yeah, especially if you're playing at uh didn't it run at 2K as well? So I forget if performance mode did. I think uh maybe performance mode was I think it was a resolution mode and a performance mode. And yeah, maybe that's ten AP. So exactly, like maybe you can uh does Get it both? run at 2K? I don't know. See, they didn't say that, so it makes me think probably not. But I don't. That's hey, the part that's bothering us both. Why couldn't may, we get a few more details on this? Maybe they'll sell God of War remastered with God of War Ragnarok. Who knows? Yeah, down the road, I would love if they did a full like Spider-Man type treatment. Mm. But I know it's it's a lot of work. So speaking of going back and changing things in old games, Super Mario 3D All Stars will add inverted camera options in November. So Jordan Allman at IGN. This Super Mario 3D All-Stars collection will add inverted camera controls in a future update coming in November, following fan complaints. Confirmed in a tweet from Nintendo of Europe Twitter account, we see pictures of the inverted camera options in the settings menu for Mario 64, Mario Sunshine, and Mario Galaxy. Update version 1.1.0 will be added on November 17th. It includes options to invert the camera both in third and first-person mode separately. Inverted camera controls have been requested by fans ever since the game launched without them. This is a welcome addition for Nintendo fans. It 
baffles me this game launched without this. Yeah. That like because like originally these games were reversed. That like mm. they were inverted, I should say. That like I I play inverted, so like up is down, down is, that kind of thing. When you go change the they change them back for the 3D collection to I think what is the more common majority when people play is like just standard controls. But they did not have an option to flip it back. So Sunshine, which is a game my, mostly about aiming, was impossible for me to play because I just could not, like, I couldn't, I've tried to do this. Like, my hand just will not do a non-inverted control scheme. I've had to give up on game demos because, like, hey, you guys didn't put an inverted option in yet. I, this is not working for me. Wow. You don't think you can get better? I don't think it was getting better. I think that's just the way my brain works. Is that like, but like we can fix it? You know what I mean. <laughs> the you thing just gotta is, stick with it. But yeah, I can I can tell you I can trace it back exactly to where this happened. Is we have a little in... squirt bottle we shoot uh, Nick with. <laughs> if you want, I can come over. We can do the same thing. Like when I was in high school doing the morning show, I was on cameras, and we had those like big cameras that like had the handlebars that you had yeah, to like pull yeah, down like or pull up, or and like sure, sure. that is like. That is where the inverted part of my brain just started. Is that when I mod and move the camera up, I pull the handles down. And like, I can't change from that now. That's just how I play. I get and like a if, water gun, maybe a little bit stronger. <laughs> I think theoretically, if I only played like standard from here on out, like for the next couple of years, then yes, it would be like, oh yeah, what I believe in you. I believe in you. It's you know funny. I, mean? I don't think it would take you that long, but I don't it would either. take you a good couple weeks, maybe three of like playing games that are the one way and sticking with it because like yeah. i have a feeling you're like i'm not playing this this sucks i get for it though way. so I, for me, I don't think there's anything wrong with it by the way if you want to play inverted well i mean it should know, be yeah. an option you think it's wrong though yeah you know what i mean it ain't right it's like left-handed well, people no thank you that, that's always been the thing that i've like wow people get weirdly heated about inverted versus standard but the only people who get heated are the people who play standard that are like no inverted just wrong is it and inverted people yeah, are like, yeah because you guys are ashamed right <laughs> like you guys are we, sitting there like that's why no one here was like i'm left-handed it's like everyone is right-handed or they're i wrong. did say wow yeah I you said wow but you didn't mean it to make you, you i didn't know. mean it uh, left-handed people are usually like the more creative types obviously and there's that's all pseudoscience you know what i mean that's all pseudoscience really. it's very common that's very pseudoscience i've looked into okay. it well okay there's plenty of right-handed arts but uh yeah i was gonna say i went through this a long time ago you know switching from uh, n64 in particular probably getting more into you know shooters on pc and stuff like that and eventually making the console switch where that was not going to be the option where it it happened, you know, yeah. but it, I, I know how uncomfortable it was. It was literally, yeah, it is. It's brain breaking. Like you've, you, you're literally dealing with something that up and down are reversed in your brain. And that is not something that is like minor. That's a huge issue. So it just takes, it takes a while. It's like people are, are always asking me like, yo, I'm, I'm going to mouse and keyboard, like any tips, you know? And, and I'm always like, you just have to play it. It's going to feel so uncomfortable at first. Like your pinky hitting the control key to crouch seems like just crazy at first. And uh, it's kind of like, you know, not everybody can play instruments, but I'm like, you could play something basic on piano or guitar if you stuck with it for several weeks, but it's going to feel like crap at first. So. Yeah. Which, I mean, as long as there's options, it's good. And it's it baffled me that Mario took the song to add options yeah. and it didn't have it to begin with. That's that, the like, real story. Yeah, is and I, how Nintendo of all people did not have this option included. It's kind of aren't crazy. they not great with uh, like people like accommodating for people's needs? No, they they have very low accessibility ratings. Yeah. Like I I recall was like Splatoon in particular was like one of those that people called out of like this is just impossible to play for people with like uh, that are. Mm-hmm. Uh, have issues using a controller. Yeah. So yeah. yeah, I'm I'm not shocked this is a problem for them, but it's at least they're fixing it's getting, it in like, like four weeks. But when did this game come out? This uh, is re- September, mid September. Okay, mid September. Okay, okay. yeah. Right. yeah. Cool. At least it was a couple a couple months, but yeah. Yeah. Well, it was funny because when I first read it too, Kev, you might have been thinking I thought it was Super Mario 3D. Um, right. That all stars yeah. at first, and then I was like, wait, they're going back. Oh, right, All Stars. All right, we got a quick hit here. Dragon Ball Z Kakarot has a card game that will appear today. The patch comes out. Basically, Dragon Ball Kakarot added Gwent for some reason. Mm-hmm. So now you can go around and you can challenge people in card games that are just 
It's based on Dragon Ball. They had a full trailer. You could check it out if you want to. I kind of like, like skimmed it. I don't know why this is happening like nearly a year after it's been released. That's that know. is my assumption. I'm guessing, but I don't is know. there's card rarities, so I assume they sell them. How high yeah, like, could the player base be? I feel like it was a great game. It was a great game, but like, who's still in there? Is gonna get the most out of this, you know? I kind of wonder if this is like another game they were working on on the side, and then they're like, okay, this this separate project isn't working. Just throw it in the Kakarot, and like that's it. But who knows? I assume they're also working on New Zealand or something. And also, we got a required reading here. Um, the Phil Spencer did a video or did an interview with GameReactor.eu, and you guys can check that out. I think Kevin will put the URL in the description, but you can go to the site and they have it there. It's a really interesting interview. They talk about exclusivity, they talk about monetization, they talk about game development. There's some interesting answers there about uh, where he thinks about putting games with the Switch in the future, what he thinks the next big game for Xbox will be. It's like he simply mentioned he's looking forward to Compulsion's next game and like. The initiative game that we don't know about, but it's probably Perfect Dark of some sort. So yeah, go check that one out. Yeah, even talks about it, Bethesda, the favorite it, topic. So, Imran, when are we gonna find out what that game is? The initiative game? Yeah, I would assume sometime. I think I would guess this is speculation. Uh, plans to reveal it were probably scuttled by Halo being delayed because you don't want one to overshadow mm-hmm. the other. Mm-hmm. So I would. I would bet guess if we have an E3 or whatever the E3 equivalent is next year, then it will be there. Yeah. Yeah. But E3 is so far away. If I wanted to know what's coming to the mom and grab shops today, where would I look? The official list of upcoming software across each and every platform as listed by the kind of funny games daily show hosts each and every weekday. Yeah. 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 And Imran, as many people in the chat have noticed, that was me setting you up for uh, that transition there. Nice. Good jo- you know what, Kevin? You're going to get go start early. Go for it. <laughs> Fuck you, Fred. You said it was impossible. Impossible. But here we are. <laughs> oh, wow. This is not working. Oh, wow. That's pretty solid. Why <laughs> is it so Why low is it so? Kevin? I don't know. That's weird. <laughs> Kevin duplicated himself in the resolution, bro. <laughs> That's actually kind of awesome. And it, by the way, it gets worse at the very right. It's like totally broken. Damn it. I've been working on this for a long time. And I was going to have the Legion of it's, Kevin tell you to fuck off. It's like you're disassembling. <laughs> like you can't stay together. And you're going to give this man stars. Oh, man. Look See, at the this. problem is fail. They should have limited the amount of stars that games daily hosts can give. Because if it were up to me, I would have just given Kevin all the stars that one day, but that would have killed the bit. So. We, we kept it going. That would have been now a new Kevin better bit. I, I could have gotten two like, pizza parties. Yeah, please yeah. just go back to the normal you. This is, this Why is, is it so nice. broken? Yeah. <laughs> That's great. Out today, Dungrees on a PS4 and Switch. Legend of Heroes Trails of Cold Steel 4 is out on PS4. Star Wars Episode 1 Racers out on Xbox One. Carto is out on PS4, Xbox One, Switch, and PC. I played that a couple of years ago at uh, yeah. Day of the Devs, I think. Like That's really cute. Like Nice little Wind Waker vibes, very chill. Uh, Ghost Runner, which I'm very excited about, is on PS4, Xbox One, Switch, and PC. Oddworld New and Tasty is out on Switch. Cobra Kai, the Karate Kid saga continues on PS4, Xbox One, and Switch. That show is good. People should watch that on Yeah, Netflix. the show is good. I'm like, what the heck is this game? Probably not great. I'm going to assume pretty terrible. Should we look it up? Should we look it up? I was we- looking it up right now. Yo, there's a trailer, Kev. Definitely. All right, all right. I'm on it. I'm on okay. it. It's just play Cobra Kai.com. Instant Chef Party is out on Switch. My Universe is out on fashion. My Universe Fashion Boutique is out on Switch. Blue Coats North and South is out on Switch. Hammer Ting is out on PC. The cunning and legendary, terrifying Iwakta Panther joins the world of Red Dead Online this week. Is out an assortment of Halloween bonuses, seasonal rewards, and bevy of discounts. Kevin, before we get that trailer, I want to quickly hit ads. Uh, it's you're you're in, uh, in charge of this queued? boat. What? Oh, it's uh, cute, but uh, like we we don't have to. We can wait. Let's quickly hit ads because we're running low. Like, okay. I want to hit those before we get to the hour. All right. Today's episode of Kind of Funny Games Daily is uh, brought to you by, prepare for your Alexas because they're about to go off, Amazon Alexa. I am always looking for ways to make my life easier. We are juggling too much, so the ability to offload even the smallest tasks can make a difference. One convenience that I, can believe I, that I can't believe I lived without, smart bulbs connected to Alexa. And right now, Amazon Alexa is offering a special smart lighting bundle to our listeners. 
Kind of Funny loves Amazon Alexa and their smart lighting. Blessing has been using Alexa as smart lights since his move. It was easy to set up, easy to use, and makes his life way easier. With the Amazon smart lighting bundle, you can turn your home into a smart home in just minutes. Setup is easy and you don't need any extra equipment. Just connect your new smart bulb to the Echo Dot and you're all set. Set every possible mood with over 16 million light colors to choose from. On Or control the lights in your home with the sound of your voice. Just say, Alexa, turn on the lights. You can also set the lighting routines to gently wake you up in the morning, help you wind down at night, or completely turn off at a certain time. Right now, you can get 20% off your Amazon Smart Lighting Bundle only at Amazon.com slash KFGames. Every bundle includes an Echo Dot, Echo Dot, Echo Dot Smart Speaker, and a Sing-Led uh, color-changing light bulb. That's 20% off at Amazon.com slash KFGames. But hurry, this offer ends October 31st, Amazon.com slash KFGames. We're also brought to you by Upstart. During these economically turbulent times, everyone's looking for a way to feel more financially secure. If you're still needlessly throwing money uh, every month at high-interest credit card debt, it's time you check out Upstart, a revolutionary online lending platform that knows you're more than just your credit score. Now is the time you find out about how you find out how low your Upstart rate can be to help pay off high-interest credit card debt. Unlike other lenders, Upstart can reward you based on your education and job history in the form of a smarter rate. You don't need a degree or diploma to apply. Upstart lets you skip going to the bank because it's completely online. Therefore, loans from $1,000 to $50,000, so you can consolidate your debt into one easy fixed-rate payment. Upstart makes it fast and simple to check your rate. Since it's just a soft pull, it won't affect your credit score. The hard pull happens if you accept that rate and proceed with your application. The best part, if the loan is approved and accepted, most people get their funds the very next business day. Over 400,000 people have used Upstart to pay off credit cards or meet their financial goals. For, or free yourself from the burden of high interest credit card debt and get back to using money, your money your way with Upstart. See why Upstart has over 6,000 five-star ratings on Trustpilot and hurry to upstart.com slash kfgames to find out how low your Upstart rate can be. Checking your rate only takes a few minutes. That's upstart.com slash kfgames. Your loan amount will be determined based on your credit, income, and, other, and certain other information provided in your loan application. Not all applicants will qualify for the full amount. We're finally brought to you by Hims. Forhims.com is all about men's wellness. We all know the story. Andy and Nick wanted to maintain their own wellness, so they looked to Hims for help keeping their hair healthy and full. We can confirm they've been loving it ever since. Through Hims, you can get your prescription medication that treats erectile dysfunction. Real science, real solutions. This could cost hundreds of bucks if you had to go through a doctor or pharmacy. Not so with Hims. Hims make it simple and affordable. No embarrassing conversations, no expensive appointments. Just answer a few questions online about your medical history. The provider will confidentially review. If approved, your medication is shipped directly to your door in discreet packaging. And shipping is free. No more packaging or no more searching online for answers to questions about erectile dysfunction or sexual wellness. Just go to your Hims account and ask a medical professional you can trust. For Hims or try Hims by starting out with a free online visit. Go to forhims.com slash funny games for your free visit. That's forhims.com slash funny games. F O R H I M S dot com slash funny games. Prescription products are subject to medical provider approval and require an online consultation with a medical provider who will determine if a prescription is appropriate. See the website for full details and information. Remember, that's forhims.com slash funny games. All right, Kevin, we're back. We're going to go check out this trailer. Is Kevin back? Kevin. Oh no. <laughs> this is like a this is not the trailer. <laughs> what is do you, Kevin do you, doing? Do you, on... do you read it? Do you see it? What it says? It says do, official okay. game reveal. Did you want to watch this? Oh, yeah. I saw a different okay, one. Yeah. I can't believe it's starting with the, the well, show. I mean, though. I could switch over to the whatever trailer you watched. <laughs> there it is. Oh wow, this looks like shit. You should be careful of the music too, Kevin, right? I don't know, you know. You wanna do this? Let's go. Yeah, if you want okay, to this is not the tr- uh, this is yeah it's not this a trailer is... you want no 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 it is i no, was like is... it wasn't the one i like, saw interesting i see it's the, like does the one you saw also look like shit because this kind so, of so they'll keep playing there we go it keeps cutting the show <laughs> wow all right this uh, looks like the kof gotcha i play but like a billion times worse it's funny because when i first saw it, i was like this is almost like fatal fury art style with like it's double dragon sort of i guess like so i don't know whatever i it's feel like i'm like learning a lot about what happened up. after the the movie 
You should watch this show. Yeah. No, I, it's it's, really it's on my list. I'm gonna watch it. Oh, you haven't watched yeah. the the two seasons? No, no, yet? I'm gonna, yeah. I'm gonna watch it because they're doing season three, three and four, yeah. which I'm sure you know, and four, I believe. <clears throat> I think there's two. Yeah, great show. I had heard a lot about it too, Kev. I was like, yeah, I'll get around it. But actually, like, if you were a fan of you know the the first few at least original movies, uh, mm-hmm. it's it's a riot. Yeah, quiet. It... <laughs> All right, so, so moving on, we're talking about new dates now. This Friday, South of the Circle is coming out on Apple Arcade. Fall Guys Ultimate Knockout, beginning November 3rd, through a limited time only, fans will have the opportunity to use the all-new Godzilla skin, available to players for 10 crowns total. Madden NFL and FIFA 21 are available December 4th on next generation consoles. Ten, everything costs crowns. Like, that's, that is the economy now, and it's like inflating. I'm so, It'll be bad. I'm so bad at the game. <laughs> like, I don't have a single crown. I never yeah, will. It, it, it's... The at some point there needs to be like a reckoning of the economy of that game because if you if you just want like say Sonic and Godzilla because you like those two things, it's gonna cost you like a hefty amount of crowns more than most people probably have. Mm-hmm. Deals of the day: Amazon and Best Buy have Judgment for fifteen dollars if you're looking for a modern Yakuza game without yeah. all the baggage of continued story and characters. That's a good one to check out. As, mm-hmm. It's uh, also the first one with an English dub. Now it's time for reader mail. You can write into patreon.com slash kindoffunnygames where you can get the show ad-free and we just read the show ads. So let's go right into the question. Nanobiologist again shows up for the third time this uh, the show. Hey, Infran, what's up with getting a game or what goes into getting a game can, approved for a console? Does approving a game for a console require a full play, playthrough normally? Do the games change when it comes to indie and big AAA developers? Thanks, Nanobiologist. We answered a little bit about this the cyberpunk stuff, but Basically, it varies depending on the platform. Nintendo and Sony are a bit more strict. Uh, it it depends. Like usually, what happens is you will submit a bug list along with a build of the game. Somebody will check out those bugs on the certification side, and they might go, "Oh, this is acceptable." Or what will happen in the case of li- larger games, like let's say hypothetically a Bethesda and a Fallout, they'll say, "Yeah, these bugs are here, but we're going to fix it by launch." So just go ahead and start it. Yeah, I think that's a good sum up. Obviously, the notoriety is going to help a little bit if you've already published some stuff or you have a publisher, somebody that's, in other words, if you just made a game, you know, and a lot of indie games have made it to Switch, but if you have never submitted one before, that's going to probably be a lot harder than uh, had had you submitted some before. Yeah, I said third time for Nano. I actually meant second time. But now it's time for Squad Up. We got a, a bit of a much. longer <laughs> Squad Up here. So uh, Mark Freeman, who is squatting up, for a Twitch or the community Zoom. And so he writes, so we have a very special community Zoom this weekend. We are celebrating Halloween and the wedding of Robbie, Rob, and Stella. And it will be taking place from Saturday from 12 p.m. to 8 p.m. Pacific on Saturday. This will, be, this will mostly be the normal community Zoom with silly questions among us and maybe some ghost stories. However, we are encouraging people to wear their fancy dress, either a costume or dress smartly. Then at 3 p.m., we will be doing a watch-along of the wedding, after which we will resume the normal Zoom. Later, at 6 p.m., we will be joining the wedding reception on Stella's Animal Crossing Island. These are always great fun, so please come hang out with the best friends if you can. All the details are on his Twitter account at, at theindieboy one the number one, in his pinned tweet. Alternatively, if you just want to watch, you can go to twitch.tv slash plays. Happy Halloween from Mark Freeman. So go check that out. Squad up and go check out a wedding. Weddings in quarantine time, very difficult. So let's check out your wrong, awesome. like what we've gotten wrong over the course of the show. Oof. Uh, I'm sure there's something see. in there. Oh, there's, I'm sure, plenty. Uh, the game I was thinking of that did not work off the disc alone was Rainbow Six Siege, which makes sense. It's an online-only mm-hmm. game. It does have single-player. That's true. It does have single-player modes. So, yeah, it did not work if you just put the disc in. Um, yeah, I'm not seeing a whole lot else that we got wrong, wrong. Uh, Fran, they're taking you to task about the 2K stuff. What about it? Fran, for the last three weeks, you made the mistake. 2K is 1080. 2048 times 1080 in film. 1920 times 1080 is standard monitor resolution. Is a reference to horizontal resolution, not okay. the number of Yeah, pixels. I thought so. Hence, That's 4K means 3840 times 2160. I thought Wait, so. Wait, what but is 1440's I... short term then? 
because I thought it was acceptably. I I think people is two K, but I do think that that it's a wrong. I, yeah, because ten eighty is not so the 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 latter half right nineteen twenty by ten eighty is ten eighty p, and and so on between all of those and there's but, UHD and true four K and all that and you're right there's differences but I thought that uh but four wait and I accept that I'm wrong on that I I thought the whole time that it was acceptable that um fourteen forty was also referred look, to because follow your star. Use whatever terms you want to use. They'll understand what you mean. Is it? Is it Q? Is it WQHD? See, this is where it gets very confusing. I'm gonna look uh, this so up. So 4K is 4K and no, 2K. Let's, let's look it up right 2K. now. 2K. Yeah, look it up. <laughs> look it up, tough guy. I mean, it won't change you from being wrong. <laughs> no, no, no. I want to know what the what is the term, the short term then for uh, 2K. This is so. Fr- I had this working, and now it's not working. You know, guys. Mm-hmm. Why is it bumping down my resolution? Is it too much for the computer? I wonder. I would. I, I could see that being reasonable. Like Discord video calls take a lot of weirdly weird processing power. But yeah, wait. And then the part that's confusing me is because this is where this came from, right? Is uh, um, <laughs> Xbox. I love the way is, Kevin. That's great. Actually. Yeah. Xbox <laughs> is referring to Xbox Series S as 2K, right? Right. No, they're they're referring to it as like four. 4K to, I feel like there's 8K on the box, but yeah, but no, they're saying Xbox Series S will oh, S. be 2K. No, there's 2K is 1080p, which is no, it is not, and that's that what is where that's what you're wrong. Disagreement to say. on it. That is the firm disagreement I will have. <laughs> Nobody in their life of video games. We're not talking about watching okay. movies. Ch- Chat is Nobody saying in video games is going to tell you 2- that 1080p is 2K. Chat is it, saying 1440p is 2K. Yeah. Y- y'all are out of your mind if that's what you're trying According to do. According to these graphics 1080p, that I'm looking at, yeah. 1440 is just very slightly bigger. Yeah, this is when you get into like these little terms. But look, the simple fact is let's let's not confuse the audience. When Xbox... The audience is the one correcting us. Like, yeah, they're saying but, you're wrong. But there's people listening that are now totally baffled. My point yeah. is that Xbox is not out here telling you that Xbox Series S will run at 1080p. They're telling you it will be 1440 by saying it's 2K. Right? Mizuki That's... is telling us to read Wikipedia and no, reading Wikipedia will ruin this podcast. We're going to be wrong and you're going to correct us and that's it. Yeah. You know what, that yeah. is what you're wrong is for. If we get it right ourselves, then it's like we totally ruin the you're wrong it, aspect of the show. It's just so right. weird because it's 720, right? And then you have 1080, right? And then mm-hmm. 2K, which is now it's grabbing from the other side. So the resolutions are as follows, right? 1280 by 720, and that's where we get the 720. Mm-hmm. 1920 by 1080. But then when it comes to 2K, it's 2560 by 1440. Why does it switch sides? <laughs> and then... Wait, what switch sides? Because oh, yeah. we're like, grabbing... It went the from dip- horizontal pixel count. Like, yeah. <laughs> to the, to that's the, probably wherever you're reading. It shouldn't have... No, no. That's that. But that's where you get that number from. That's where the two comes from. Oh, you're saying where do they... That's... I guess... I don't know if it... Well, I no. I hear, you know what it is? Kevin, you know what it is? Kevin, you know, I think that's... No, it's yeah, not coincidence. I just figured it out. It's the... When it's 1080p, that's talking about the right side, right? Yeah. And when it's... When it's a K part... 2K, 4K, 8K, that's all on the left side. That's all the vertical. Because 4K is... No, because 4K is literally 4,000. It's te- like four times 1080p. No, no, yeah, no, 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 but listen, hold on. It's it's not, though. <laughs> right? It's not. It's 3,840 by 2160. Also, Kevin, I love the way your mind works that vertical is left and horizontal is right. It's just the way I'm looking at it, you know what I mean? <laughs> you get what I'm saying. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Tomorrow's hosts are Greg and Gary Witta. <laughs> We're going to drop off here because we've been extending too long and I'm sure they're getting mad at us. Mm-hmm. Wait, just, right. uh, there's, there's nothing else Thanks after this. Uh, just, oh, uh, not- yeah, it's um, Andy playing. But don't we have a post show? Assassin's Creed. Well, yeah. we got to do that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We can argue about this as a post show. Let's do that because I have yeah. no post show prepared. So oh, perfect. We can, been- I'll bring up images and stuff. Oh, I'm yeah. going to earn me a self, myself a star. <laughs> <laughs> uh, this has been Kind of Funny Games Daily each and every weekday live right here on twitch.tv slash Kind of Funny Games. We run you through the early news you need to know about. We've got a Patreon post show for those that are subbed at Silver Level at patreon.com slash Kind of Funny Games. So stick around for that. Until next time.